Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, love is in the air. This is our Valentine's Day edition. And listen, if you're looking for great Valentine's Day gifts, unique, and especially for the gardener, a lot of our wonderful sponsors are there waiting for you. And of course, let's talk sorghums because they are waiting there for you today as they are seven days a week, getting ready for the spring season. And if you're the 10th caller at 412-922-1020, you're going to win a $25 gift certificate from Sorgle. So we're looking for the 10th caller right now. But he's got just a little to do before he gets a guest on the air. Here he is, the star of the show, DougOster.com, the organic gardener himself, Doug Oster. Good morning, Doug. Where are my roses? I know. You know what? <laughs> I helped, I told Frank to pick me up a dozen, so <laughs> okay. they'll be here in about an hour. Good morning. Oh, T-minus 33 days until we plant our peas on St. Patrick's Day. Your calls today, the entire second half of the show. I've got a guest here just in a couple minutes. And then later in the show, we'll hear from an old, uh, longtime gardening friend, Kathy Jentz. She's the author of Ground Cover Revolution, and I learned a lot from her. Again, one of the interviews I did while I was in Baltimore at the Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show. And coming up, the Home and Garden Show, I just had a big meeting this week about it and listened to all this stuff we're going to have. It's We're upstairs at the Farm to Table Expo, I'm going to have nearly 100 containers filled with all sorts of veggies. Uh, you know, Farm to Tables is a great organization. I'm very lucky to work with them. You know, one of the things they do is just helping local farms get produce into your hands. But there's going to be this amazing kids' garden where kids are going to be able to go in and dig and find root crops. Another th- another bed that's going to be all filled with worms, <laughs> where kids are going to be able to dig for worms. Uh, gardening displays about composting and rain barrels and vermicomposting with worms and lots of great local farms and vendors with everything from artisan cheeses to honey and even a place to rent a chicken. This is going to be something. You know, we have a big space at, on, up on the second floor. I'm going to be speaking there at least once a day sometimes twice a day, and anyone who listens to the show can get in to the Home and Garden Show for free. I also have a special free seeds for anyone who comes to see me speak. It's uh, the farm-to-table heirloom rainbow tomato mixture. This packet has all these different wild-colored tomatoes, so one packet of seeds could have brandywine red, brandywine pink, brandywine yellow, Brandywine Black, Cherokee Purple, Green Zebra, White Wonder, and Nebraska Wedding. All those seeds could be in one packet. You're not going to know what's what, but that's going to be what's cool about it. And I'm so looking forward to the Home and Garden Show. I'm also giving away to everybody um, some uh, perpetual spinach seeds. I've been giving that away for a couple years now. 
People go crazy over that. It's a Swiss chard that has more of a flavor and texture of spinach as opposed to Swiss chard. And I, I just love it. All the details on when I'm speaking and how to get your free tickets are at DougOster.com. All right. Now I want to talk to Burke Flynn. Uh, Burke, how are you this morning? Doing very well. Thanks, Doug. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, in part of my, you know, giving away seeds and stuff, Burke sent me a very interesting chili pepper and with a great story, Burke. Tell me about the name of this pepper and how you discovered it. So it can be called the Akbari chili or the Dale chili. Um, It's from the Himalayan sort of Nepal Bhutan region of Asia. Uh, Akbar means king in Nepalese, um, and Dale means round. So it's kind of a round, red, small chili. Um, I got it about 10 years ago from a good friend of mine who is from that area. Uh, It's a very rare pepper. I've been unable to find it in stores, um, but I've been growing it every year ever since. And it's just a tremendous, healthy, rare, spicy, but not too spicy, uh, chili pepper. Yeah, like how big are the peppers themselves, would you say? Uh, about about the size of a marble, like a, a big marble. And how spicy would you say? I know you said it's not too spicy, but how would you? Could you eat one raw? You can eat one raw, but you got to be careful. Um, it's going to be really, really spicy at first. But it's going to go away within a few minutes, kind of on its own. Um, some of those habanero and mm-hmm. even jalapenos, you know, you need a little something to help it go away. But this will go away on its own. So I just think one of the wonderful things about being a gardener and writing about gardening is when things like this happen, Burke, where you've got somebody, you know, that's a pal that, that is willing to share with you. Tell me the story about when he was telling you about this pepper and why did it pique your interest? Uh, well, he was bringing them um, to work and we would talk about them. And I mean, you know, they would make a, sort of a, a chili, like a, um, a pickled sort of sauce. Mm-hmm. And they use lime and salt and garlic Um and that's what really got me interested in it was the pickle that he was using. Um, so, you know, I had to get him to tell me about the pepper. And, of course, he does. And he gave me just a few little um, sprigs in the beginning of the growing season. And they just took off. It's a very hearty pepper. You can do it in pots. You can do it in the ground. Um, yeah, how big does the plant itself get? So I tried my first one in the ground this past uh, growing season. It got about five, five and a half feet tall. So it was big. It was big. But you can grow them in a pot and, um, you know, a little smaller in a pot. You can also sort of let it die off at the end of the year, bring it inside. It'll survive the winter. Mm. And then you bring it back outside the next season and it'll get even bigger. Wow. And Super so fun to play with. Yeah. So when do you start your peppers? When would you start that uh, pepper? Because that one you told me, it's like one of the last things you pick, right? Or later in the season? 
it is later in the season, um, September, October, kind of right before the first frost, and I kind of cheat a little bit. I get them started under light, mm-hmm. you know, probably in the next few weeks here. And then does and the then, d- does the pepper change color when it gets ripe? It does. They'll they'll start out green. Um, they'll get a little orangey, but once they're that deep, deep red, then they're ready to go, and very versatile, very exciting. Tell me a little bit more about how you got into gardening. Um, you know, my mother, of course. Um, it's always been an interest. You know, she would have us helping in the tomato garden, and um, as soon as I was able to have my own little patch of dirt. You know, it just took off, and, you know, my mother, my grandmother's, um, and it's just kind of a, it's a wonderful activity that, you know, helps pass the time, and stories like this, and stories like, um, thanks for the tomatoes, by the way, the 3945, um, stories like that just make it so exciting, and something to look forward to and just a a fun, fun hobby. But I'd have to give credit to my mother for sure. Yeah. When you were a kid, was it fun or was it a pain? Because so many people tell me like, (laughs) oh, I I used to march me out there and I used to have to pull weeds and blah, blah, blah. No, it was fun. It was fun. I mean, learning about composting and learning about different plants and perennials, annuals. I had fun with it. What made you share these seeds with me? Because I'm very excited about this pepper. In fact, when, <laughs> as soon as we're done talking here, I'm, I'm going to ask some people, anybody who's like a very experienced pepper grower, I want to get a bunch of these plants so that we can, we can give them away, maybe at the plant swap in, in June. But why did you send them to me? Uh, I was reading your story about the 3945 tomatoes, and um just sounded like a similar story, you know, seeds coming from somewhere else in the world and passed down from one hand to another hand. And, you know, I got them from somebody. So I think it's my duty to pass this pepper around and have other people enjoy, enjoy them and talk about them. So, yeah. All right, Burke. Thank you so much because I'm going to start sharing this pepper too. I have a few seeds from Burke and as I said, if you are an experienced pepper grower and have interest in helping me out to get some plants together so we can sh- share this plant, just go to dougoster.com, click on the contact button, send me an email and we'll figure things out. If you are a pepper passionate type of person and you want to talk to Doug a little bit about peppers or anything in the way of gardening, all of our lines are available. We'll take your calls in the next couple of segments. That number is 866-391-1020. All right, Kathy Jens now talking ground cover with Doug Oster, the organic gardener on KDKA. Another one of my interviews from Mance in Baltimore. I'm joined by Kathy Jens, who's been on the show before. I'm going to talk about her book, Ground Cover Revolution. And Kathy, you're going to have to school me on ground covers because I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to ground covers. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Great to be here, Doug. So tell me about the book. How did it get started? So I am a ground cover nut. what I did when I first purchased my small home and small yard was take out every piece of turf grass lawn and if I came to a garden catalog or store and looked at a plant tag or description and it said aggressive spreader or 
invasive, borderline invasive. I was like, that is the plant for me. Fast spreader. I would go to plant swaps with my garden clubs and somebody would say, I have this taking over my yard. And I was like, that's what I want. Because I just wanted to get rid of the turf grass so much just because I was like, I hate mowing. I hate lawn maintenance and I don't want to have to pay another uh, service to come and do the lawn maintenance for me. Talk about some of the things that you put in. And then I want to ask you, have they taken over too much? Mm -hmm. So I've discovered a few tricks along the way, but there have been some overly aggressive spreaders that I don't recommend in the book or, you know, real invasives. So one example would be a mugwort. And I bought, oh. I bought a decorative mugwort and uh, the catalog will remain nameless. And it <laughs> didn't include a, a warning for me. And it was part of a perennial bed package. And that perennial bed within one year was all mugwort. So <laughs> that is one I will not be recommending. And then there are others that I tested out against English ivy because I have some huge oaks and a very tight urban backyard. And they were undergrowth is entirely a patch of vinca knitted with English ivy. So I thought anything that can outcompete the English ivy uh, is good. So what I did was dig out patches of the English ivy, pop in the ground covers amongst it, and see who could duke it out with each other, who could actually fight up against the English ivy. And I actually found one ground cover that will actually smother English ivy. Wow. And I was shocked. Wow. I didn't think that would happen. I just thought I would find one that would hold its own. Like, if I could do that, that would be great. So what is it? So it is, and drum roll please, <laughs> And I couldn't believe it. Barren wart or epimedium. Oh, and yeah. As such a little tiny fairy flower, so demure, so pretty. Leaf is very attractive. And, you know, it's kind of an airy fairy plant. You don't think of it as a thug, really. And it actually spread in a patch and suffocated the English ivy under it. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're planting those, when you're putting, what size are they when you put them in? And mm -hmm. are you doing anything to the soil? For this type of plant? I am not at all doing any soil amendment. <clears throat> Sometimes I will just pop in a handful of leaf grow, you know, composted leaf manure or litter around the plant to kind of give it a little bit of a border as it starts. I'm starting off usually with a four inch pot. Sometimes amongst the tree roots under the oak trees, I'm starting off with literal plugs or two inch plants. Mm -hmm. And that's what I recommend a lot for ground cover establishment is start small it's going to spread and knit together we all have limited resources we all have limited amount of effort that we can you know get those in the nooks and crannies of our garden and have them spread so tell me more about uh, ground cover revolution when somebody does get that book what what are some of the things they'll see in there so one of the things in there is 40 profiles of ground covers that i'm recommending and because the book is aimed internationally to english speakers all over the world um, I have profiles of the plants and it will say the country of origin. So if you're looking for one that's specific to your country, that will list that. It also lists all the other attributes, like if it's a deer proof, if it has pollinator benefit, if it's drought tolerant. And so we also have a chart. And I think that's the heart of the book. And the most important part is you can go down the chart and look for, I'm looking for something that's fast spreading, short and steppable and deer proof. Like you can look for those. Deer proof, deer proof, deer proof. Yes. Come on. <laughs> what can you tell me about deer proof? Because I need it bad. Yes. So there, a lot of the times I'll say if it's below the browse line. So we talk about the browse line of deer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes deer will ignore things that are literal ground hugging. 
So those are good. If you can get a good moss lawn going, good moss coverage, then uh, that will, you know, maybe get a little dug up from a chipmunk coming along, but you can just reapply that little patch and you're good to go. Well, I've always said, love your moss. I get people all the time asking, how do I get rid of moss? How do I get rid of moss? Well, we don't want to get rid of moss, right? <laughs> no. If moss is flourishing in a location, grass is not going to grow in that location, right? So, you know, right plant, right place. And that's really what Ground Cover Revolution is about, is uh, where you can't maintain a lawn, maybe on a steep slope or in a very wet, soggy part of your yard or a really dry shade part of your yard. These are ground covers that can fill in those areas. And then maybe eventually you might fill in where the lawn is with some other green um, ground cover. How big is the area that you started to work on and how successful have you been at getting rid of the turf? So I have no turf grass at all wow. within two years. And wow. I have a quarter acre lot, but a house sits in the middle of that with the oak trees, as I said, in the English patch and a large driveway. So I would say it's probably less than an eighth of an acre, but it was literally from, I always say from the street edge to the foundation of my house was lawn from the previous owner. She was not a gardener and she just said, lawn service, do it all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you get out of growing these plants? Tell me a little bit about your love of ground covers. So I am a big believer in set it and forget it. So anything that in my landscape that I can just plant and then don't have to do maybe touch it once a year maintenance, nothing is no maintenance, right, Doug? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the selling points of ground cover is low maintenance, but it's not going to be no maintenance. So maybe you're cutting it back late winter, early spring. Maybe you're having to weed for the first couple years and water till establishment, and then it's on its own after that. So what's the best way for people to connect with you and find the book? So you can order the book on Amazon or Bookshop or ask your local garden center, your local public garden, bookshop, you know, wherever you buy books. And to contact me, I'm on social media at WDC Gardener on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, what have you. And my website is washingtongardener.blogspot.com. Geez, we didn't even talk about the, the magazine mm -hmm. and all the other and things that you're doing, your podcast. Yeah. Yep. Before I let you go, just throw out one more super cool ground cover that you love. Oof. Just one, Doug? Just one. <laughs> <laughs> we're out so, of time. So sedums, I would say. Okay. Uh, Low-growing sedums, we're not talking about the tall, like, Autumn Joy sedums, mm. but really nice uh, native sedums to our area. You know, some of those ground covers are beautiful and they can go from full sun to full shade, that transition area. You know, when you're going from the edge of a shrub, that's really tough to fill in. Always great to talk to you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Doug. The book is called Ground Cover Revolution and it is something special. I got a chance to look through it and I learned a lot from Kathy about what to plant and where to plant. And, you know, instead of just, uh, like she says, just ivy or myrtle or whatever it might be, Lots of different uh, ideas in there. All right, listen, when we come back, we want to go wall-to-wall -wall phone calls to the top of the hour. So if you have any ground cover questions, pepper questions, or gardening questions in general, 
It is Doug Oster, the number, 866-391-1020. Next hour, big game recipes. Frank Dentici and I on the Coons Cooking Hour. So your turn to call in right now. Get to the phones, 866-391-1020. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. All right, we're going to take the 10th caller right now to win an amazing $25 gift certificate to Janowski's out in Clinton. And don't forget, sweets for the sweet. They've got chocolate flour. Hours and gifts just in time for Valentine's Day. Tenth caller wins it, 412-922-1020. And I think the warm weather has uh, made the gardening uh, population wake up because everybody <laughs> wants to talk to you right now. So let's start off with Joe, who's in Ford City, Pennsylvania, and he is on KDKA. Hey, Joe. Hi, good morning. <clears throat> I have a uh, problem in my garden. We have a lot of deer around here. So I put up uh, seven-foot deer netting to make sure the uh, deer stayed out of my, my garden, planted potatoes and straw. Well, here I had beautiful, healthy plants uh, at harvest time. I dug them up, and each one was half eaten. Ugh. Yeah, and I assume it's voles because I guess voles are underground. I never saw them, you know, outside. And uh, now I'm thinking, though, it could have been chipmunks or mice. Do you have any any idea? No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm thinking voles for sure. Now, there's a couple things you can do organically. Uh, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I can't remember exactly the name of what the thing is, but there's a... A company that makes like a, a some type of uh, it's almost like a screen, only it's not as fine, and it, you can put it underground and then plant in that screen so that the voles can't get to it. The other thing that uh, will repel them, there's a product called Mole Scram, but even though it says mole with an M, it'll also work for voles, and all it uses is garlic and castor oil, and so that garlic and castor oil is safe for us. And you could put it around your potatoes, and that would push the uh, voles the other way. Uh, and the, the problem with voles is they make a big colony, and once they know that food source is there, uh, nothing worse than pulling up your potatoes and seeing something like that. So a couple different ideas for that would be that, that screening. And in the break, I'll, I'll take a look back and see exactly what it was called 
And when we come back, I'll talk a little bit about exactly the name of that. But check out the mole scram, too, uh, because I'm almost sure we're talking about voles there. Do you think it would be good to put that mole scram out now or wait till? Uh, no, nah, wait till the wait till the temperature of the soil warms up to probably about 50. You know, wait a little bit. Wait until we're into planting season. All right, sounds good. All right, thanks for your call. Are, you have a question for Doug, 866-391-1020. Here's Rod in Dormont. You're on KDKA. Hey, Rod. Morning, guys. How are you? Good. Uh, Doug, I, for the first time, will be growing milkweed seeds and or growing milkweed plants. It's a, they're calling for cold stratification. Right. And I'm not sure what that is. So when, when you're planting milkweed seeds, let's just say here's, all we're doing is we're trying to emulate what the seed would go through outdoors. And okay. so out, outdoors, that seed pot opens up. The wind blows them out. They, they sit on the soil, and it gets cold and warm and cold and warm, and that's what triggers the sprouting. And so I don't know what the technical times are for milkweed as far as stratification, but they need a period of cold, and I think it's cold and then warm. Uh, again, that's something I can look up here at the break and, and get the exact thing for you. But basically, you want to get those seeds cold. What will happen is a lot of people will—, will sow the seed in a small container, cover it with plastic, and put it in the fridge if you're allowed to do such a thing. In my fridge, we have all sorts of crazy stuff like that, but I have to put put it in the back so that the boss can't see it. And so, yeah, we just get it cold, and that's just emulating what, what it would do in, in nature. Not freezing, but just... Yeah. Just, just One pack I got, it says I can direct sow six to eight weeks before the last frost. Yeah, but you need that... You, to to make them, they're they're tough to get to sprout sometimes, and that's why okay. you that's why you need that stratification. All right, uh, very good. All right, I'll look it up, and we'll talk about it after the break. Also, all right, eight six six three nine one ten twenty. Here's Kim in Wexford for Doug Oster on the Organic Gardener on KDK. Good morning, Kim. Hey, um, I have a question about poison hemlock and bittersweet. Uh, the poison hemlock is getting closer and closer to my garden. It's spreading like crazy. How do I get rid of it? Well, that stuff's a pain. Uh, it's actually a very invasive and very dangerous, especially if you had little kids around. And so you'll start to see it sprout up. we got to stop it from going to seed uh, because that's how it procreates. It, it, it grows, it goes to seed, and then it sprouts again over and over and over again. As soon as you start to see it come up, you need to figure out a way to get get rid of those little plants without you encountering the poisonous of the the hemlock. And so they're pretty easy to, to pull out, but you just got to be careful. And the more you can eliminate that way, eventually you'll win the battle. And so just it's you know they sprout up really early April, and they're just what we call rosettes before they start that flowering uh, sequence. We want to get to that plant, get it out of there, and burn it. No, actually, you couldn't burn it because uh, I don't know what would happen with the uh, the fumes from that. But bury it or put it in a, a trash bag. You know, normally any kind of thing like that, we would make a separate pile, like for compost or stuff. But since it's poisonous, we just want to get rid of it. So be careful. And like, how much are we talking about? How big of a space? Um, you know what? I live on Pine Creek, and it's all up and down the creek now, and it's mm. already sprouting. Mm. 
anything that's close to you, carefully try to remove it. It comes out pretty easy, but again, you you got to be super careful because you don't want to get you know, you know, hemlock's a dangerous plant. So that's yeah. that's the best advice. And gosh, right on the creek there, there's there's going to be no stopping it in areas right. that, you, that in areas you can't pull it out. I wonder if the township or city or municipality you live in might help there and, and just tell them like, hey, there's this, this poisonous plant that's going crazy. If they can get it now at this stage, they can stop it. But once you let it go and it keeps going to seed, it's unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. What about bittersweet? Well, the, the, positive, the positive of bittersweet is that it's, it's not dangerous and it's actually edible. Uh, but again, it's a, it's a pain. Uh, and it, again, it, we do it, deal with the same way. When you have those early rosettes, you got to get to it early. That one, you could just cut to the ground with a weed whacker. We wouldn't want to uh-huh. do that. We wouldn't want to do that with the hemlock for fear of spraying all that stuff everywhere. But for the bittercress, like you know, it's going to be sprouting pretty soon. Uh, get to it early. You can't let it go to seed, uh, and just keep after it. And that one, eventually, you'll win the battle on. Okay. All right. Okay, thank you. Thanks for your call. All right, lots of calls for Doug. Keep them coming. 866-391-1020. Next hour, big game party foods with Frank Dentisi. Let's go to Jim in Aspenwald. You're on KDK with Doug Oster. Hey, Jim. Hey, how are you guys today? Good. Good. Quick question. I've never had a garden, but always interested in it. And I'm going to do a little plot and doing the typical Pittsburgh garden of, like, tomatoes, zucchini, cucumbers, etc. And didn't know when the correct planting time for it is. If I'm buying the plants, okay. So, so, so first off, for this first garden, the most important thing for you is to improve the soil. And when whenever I hear somebody do their first garden, I just recommend having a bunch delivered and dumped. I mean, we're talking like three yards of compost, which you know is not expensive. But you build that up to like. 12 inches deep and you have an instant garden that's going to make all the difference for you as far as the so-called green thumb and being successful so just think about that think about how you're going to do that and where that compost is going to go the other part is easy and so when we're talking about tomatoes and peppers those are started from seed indoors and so to do that you know i've got all this information at dougoster.com i I can't go over every everything right now but all you're doing is you're getting a, a a planting mix from a nursery. You're getting it moist. You're putting in a container that has drainage. You're sprinkling some seeds on. You're covering that with plastic so they don't dry out. They can't dry out before they sprout. And then you have to have them under a good, bright light source. And nowadays you can find LED lights cheap, and they're really bright, and they're, they're perfect for that. That stuff gets started anywhere from mid-March to early April. Uh, but then... Other things like your cucumbers or beans, things like that are actually planted directly in the soil. Uh, uh, real quick, since this is your first garden, these three things sure. will, will give you success. Improve the soil. Secondly, know when to plant those seeds. And so that's some information that should be easy to find. And thirdly, don't let it dry out. All three of those things will give you the green thumb. All right, we'll come back. One more segment with Doug. We're going to talk to John in Bethel Park about peppers. So if you have a question in the way of gardening for Doug, call us 866-391-1020. 
Before we get back to the phones at 866-391-1020, you're back. Rob Pratt and Doug Oster on The Organic Gardener. He's got a few things he's got to fill you in on. Then John Bethel Park will be talking peppers with you in just moments on KDKA. So let's start off with the question about voles. So voles are little creatures that look like moles, only they're vegetarians. They eat potatoes and carrots and roots and all sorts of things. And so I had found a product when I was at that Mid-Atlantic Nursery Trade Show. I couldn't find it online. I can't remember the name of it, but I did find lots of other different types of meshes people use to keep those voles out. So basically what you do is you dig your planting hole, lay down this mesh, fill that back up with the the soil, and then plant, and now the voles won't get, in this case, it was potatoes. For the cold stratification of milkweed, it's basically the milkweed needs 30 days. Most milkweeds need 30 days in the fridge. And so there's a couple different ways to do that, where you could sow the seeds in a, a, a seed starting mix, cover it with plastic, and put that in the fridge. Or you could just take the seeds themselves, p- place them in like a moist paper towel, fold it over, put it in a Ziploc bag, and put that in the fridge for 30 days to give that stratification. That's going to help your your germination rate immensely. Uh, It's really important that you do that first. And you've got time now before you would plant. So get them in the fridge for about a month, and then you're good to go. Just be sure no one's going in there and reaching in there and thinking they're going to put that on their cereal or something. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's say hi to John in Bethel Park. John, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. I uh, missed the first 10 minutes of your show, and... uh, there was a discussion on peppers, and I was wondering where we could get the seeds and uh, when to plant them. Uh, so we talked about this special pepper uh, at the top of the show, and I'm looking for experienced pepper growers actually to grow out some plants and make them available. You know, you can have a couple for yourself, but make some available also for regular gardeners. And so if you just go to... Uh, dogoster.com and you click on the contact button tell me what you want to do with the seeds and we'll figure it out from there uh, it's a pretty cool little hot pepper it sounds good i'm looking forward to to see what we can do with it so that's the easiest way to, to learn all about that pepper all right again 866-391-1020 866-391-1020 countdown to the duquesne light pittsburgh home and garden show a lot going on oh with man you. i'm telling you this is this is a, you know working with farm to table on this project has been phenomenal we've got this Huge area upstairs. All these containers filled with plants, nearly 100. And when we get to the show, be sure you're listening to this show because there's going to be a way you're going to be able to get one or two of those containers when the show's over. So uh, Bedner's is actually growing all the 500 plants for me. Uh, It's going to be amazing. How many? 500 plants. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Do you it's have like roadies and a big tractor trailer? No, to take just you to me and plants? my Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some people delivering stuff, but you know we we have a, a move in like the day before at like seven in the morning, and it's just you know all the imagine all the soil you're gonna need to fill up those containers. I'm still working on all that, but it'll all be done. But at the home and garden show, this kids area with uh, where they'll be able to dig for onions and potatoes and stuff, and also can play with worms and stuff. And I tell you what, from all the gardens that I've worked on, kids just love to just get their hands dirty. And don't worry, we'll have a place where they can wash their hands off. Uh, All these displays about composting, rain barrels, vermicomposting, which is composting with worms, 
lots of great local farms and vendors. Uh, there's a, a, a guy there, Stu, that makes us a barbecue sauce that I get every year. Uh, all part of the Farm to Table Expo. I'm speaking once a day, maybe twice a day, depending on what day. It's all at DougOster.com, and I've got these amazing free seeds. Uh, the Farm to Table Heirloom Tomato Rainbow Mixture. Listen to all these tomatoes in one packet. Brandywine Red, Pink, Yellow, Black, Cherokee Purple, Green Zebra, White Wonder, Nebraska Wedding, all in one packet of seeds. It's going to be so cool. Uh, and I'm giving that away, Perpetual Spinach Seeds, Speaking, I'm sure I'll have plenty of other stuff to give away. It's, I just I can't wait. And that starts like really early in March. All right, we have one more call and we've got a couple of minutes left. Let's go to Mary, also in Bethel Park. Hey, Mary, welcome to KDK. Um, this, you know what? I have a question. I have a berry bush. It's, um, I can't, it has little red berries on it and has those real nice dark green leaves. Well, it looks like it got hit with uh, the frost in December, mm-hmm. and all the leaves are off of it. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, and you're not alone. Uh, this happened to a lot of people, and probably talking about holly, but it could be something different. No, it's the holly boy. Okay, yeah. Well, everyone got hit with this, and so don't sweat it. We're, we're hoping and, and 90% sure that these hollies are all going to come back. They are tough as nails. They've been through this before. It's just their way to deal with that kind of cold. That was brutal for the plants when we got to that wind chill of below 20. So cross your fingers, say your prayers, and I bet you in the spring that plant's going to start putting on new growth, okay? All right. Got about one minute left, and it's all yours. Next Saturday, I am making garlic dirty shrimp in butter and beer sauce for an event called Mardi Gras for Hope. It's a fundraiser for hairpiece charities, which helps women with cancer. Uh, you should come. Uh, it's downtown at uh, one of the hotels. And the fun thing about it is that the, there's going to be a bunch of celebrities there, and they're trying to get the beads from you. So Jimmy Cran, Sheila Hyland, Paul and Joy Martino, uh, the Yad Jagoffs podcast people, Lee uh, Turbosik, Lindsay Ward will all be there. And again, it's just it's a fundraiser for Hairpiece Char- Charities, which is Bonnie Diver's uh, charity, and and she's done it for a long time. And I, I'll do anything to help her because again, it helps women with with cancer. One of the things they do is provide wigs uh, for women that are going through chemo. Uh, all that information is at uh, dougoster.com. Now, I'm answering questions after the show. If you didn't get through, too shy to call, go to DougOster.com, click on the contact button, send me your question, I'll help you out. You can learn more about my Off the Beaten Path Tuscany trip, which is coming up in October, and then check out the details on how you can get these free tickets to this year's Home and Garden Show and come see me, because I want to see you. Remember the Organic Gardeners? You make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. You think I'd know that by now, Rob? I don't. Why do I have to read that? Doug Oster, take two. <laughs> Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. That's a wrap. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 